You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Good evening. This is Mike. And this is Kevin. And I don't know where they got that we're trucking experts, but uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Tire experts? Tire, maybe. Alignment? Yeah. Alignment. Trucking? Yeah. That's a stretch, but that's okay. So we're back after a week off. I had we to go back after two weeks off. Was it two weeks? Yeah, you were sick. Oh, that's right. I was sick. I forgot about that. Of course, I'm sick all the time. <laughs> Just ask my psychiatrist. Mm. Anyway, I went and saw my mommy like I was supposed to, and now we're back and we're supposed to talk about tires and handling and tire wear and like that. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a question or a comment or a criticism, we'll take any of it, push one on the dial on your phone. That'll put you up in the queue so we know you've got a question or comment. If we don't get any questions or comments, I'll start singing and telling dirty jokes. Right. Well, we should start with the... Uh... There was a discussion we had the last time we were on the air about uh, tires that are failing on one axle of a trailer, and it was we're pretty sure it has to do with inflation slash load. Ah, ah, yes. This was on a little bitty, what, 17-inch? Well, yeah, there were 17-inch rims. Which which means you've got a real small tire. Mm Mm-hmm. And even if they're duels on that axle, you're carrying 20,000 pounds on the axle on a very small tire, which means the inflation on the side of that tire probably has a minimum inflation of 125 or 135 PSI. Okay. And if you're not carrying that much air, you're completely overloading the tire. Right. And what happens if you're overloading a tire with improper inflation? The sidewall bends too much. You get a bigger bulge in the sidewall, and that bend in the sidewall is like bending a coat hanger. You bend it deep enough and far enough enough times, and the coat hanger breaks. Well, the steel cables to the side of the tire eventually bend too many times, and they break, right. and you get a sidewall failure. Right. And that, if I'm following this correctly, and this is maybe this is something that uh, could be enlightening. For everybody, when we're talking about you know, 120 psi, yes, the the square inches. Where what where are the square inches in the 120 psi discussion? Well, the the square inches is everywhere on the sidewall and the tread of the tire. It's all got 120 psi. Sure, but to carry the load, the 120 psi is in the footprint of the tire. So, for example, if a tire is carrying uh, use your calculator. I'll pull one up. Get the calculator up on your phone. Everybody's got calculators on their phones. Yes, except me. I've got a dumb phone. <laughs> Goes with a dumb guy. All right. Okay, so you've got 5,000 pounds on a tire. Sure. So take 5,000 pounds mm-hmm. and divide it by 120 PSI. Okay. And we got 41 and two-thirds inches. Square inches. Now, that's how big the footprint is. The footprint is 41 and two-thirds square inches big. And we've got 5,000 pounds on the tire with 120 PSI in it. Now, take the same number 
5,000 pounds, and divide it by 135 PSI. To go up in pressure and, and down. And down in the size of the footprint. footprint. The right. footprint gets smaller. The tire remains rounder. You don't have as big a bulge. Okay. Now go down to 100 psi. Right. We were at uh, it was at 42 and two right. thirds, and we're going to go to 37, and now we're going to go. Now you're going to go to 50. Yeah, we're going to go up to 50. So you have to have a bigger footprint in the, order to carry the same weight. Right. The footprint. Will be bigger well, if you don't have enough pressure. Yeah, the problem is it's left. going to try to get bigger, which means the sidewall has to bulge more, the tread has to bulge more. You're deflecting the tire more, which causes this bending deflection failure and blows the sidewall up. That's the that is the issue with not having enough pressure for load. You're right. making the footprint larger than it's supposed to be. Correct, and you're deforming the sidewall of the tire. Okay, that's. That's a, I think that's an important discussion. Yeah. Now, now, people normally say, well, put 100 pounds in your trailer. Okay. Sure. Well, 100 pounds in your trailer tire with a 22.5 low pro tire. It's going to carry. It's, gonna it's only going to carry 4,250 pounds of load. Okay. And you divide it out and you figure you got 34 p, uh, square inches of footprint. Right. Okay. It's But that 34 square inches of footprint is still true at 100 PSI with that load on a 17-inch tire, but that's now a greater percentage of the available surface of the tire. Right. And that small tire, because its footprint is normally smaller because it's a smaller diameter tire, requires a higher PSI to carry the same load. Correct. Yeah. All right. I think, and you know, now the, then going back to another discussion, uh, same vehicle, same tires, one axle's failing. Mm-hmm. That axle is carrying more load than the other axle. Right. Now, it's got air ride on it. And the people say, well, air ride distributes load evenly. No, it doesn't. Air ride simply equalizes the amount of air in each, each uh, airbag. Now, for example, I was in Canada, and we had a truck with a three-axle trailer. It was a chip trailer hauling wood chips. The front trailer axle would always wear the inside edge of the inside tire. The rear two axles didn't do it. And they took me out and they said, what's wrong? And I said, well, either the wheel bearings are loose on that axle and they're not loose on the other two, or that axle is flexing more than the other two. So we jacked them up and the bearings were not loose. That must be flexing. They said, well, how can it be carrying more load? It's got air ride. It says, just because you're out air ride doesn't mean you're equalizing the load. That axle is carrying more weight. And they wanted to argue about how that could be. And then the mechanic standing there says, wait a minute, is when these trailers come in and they've got a full load on them, but they've got a flat tire and we jack them up, that front axle is always harder to jack up than the other two axles. I said, yeah, it's carrying more load. There it is. The assumption is air ride equalizes load. And the actual fact is air ride does not equalize load. It can be different per axle. Right. All right. Well, that, uh, hopefully that uh, explains some things for people out there to understand what is happening with their with their trailer loads, their, their tire pressure, their failure rate, et cetera, et cetera. Hopefully. Yep. We don't have any questions or comments from anybody. No, no we're up to 50 callers. So. This is going to be just Kevin and I talking. Push one on your dial <laughs> on the phone, and or we'll talk gonna... to you, or I'm going to start telling dirty jokes. I hope you don't know many dirty jokes. I don't. Uh, oh. That's not, that's not part of the, the, the 
father-son relationship that I Yeah, yeah that's, uh, you don't want to go there, huh? Especially when you look just <clears throat> like Santa Claus. I was doing that all day today. <laughs> I had the red suit on. I had yeah, the kids no, coming up, sitting on my lap. No, you know, it was a lot of fun. And then we constantly did this. Uh, the families would come up, and we'd have the little kids sit. Okay, fine. And then I said, now, you guys ever heard the song? I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah? Okay, good. Mommy, you come up here on my lap. <laughs> you give me a peck right here on my cheek. Everybody get a picture of this and you got proof mommy was kissing santa claus we did that had a blast with it it was a lot of fun people think i do this for the kids on my lap <laughs> who, are, who are we who are they fooling who are we fooling nobody we do have a couple of questions up there now all right so we can we can answer the questions and we can start back into the where are you calling from game now i have started cheating because <laughs> i got tired of being wrong so I have a list of the phone num phone area codes, so I can look that up. I don't show Kevin. He has to guess. <laughs> and then not only is where the call coming, where is the area code from, but where are they actually at? Mm -hmm. So what's our first area code? The first one is 518. 518? I think it's Minnesota. I thought it was New York. Let me take a look here. 518. There is no 518. Yes, there is, and it is New York. New York. I remembered that. I think it's Buffalo area, but I'm not okay. positive. Right. Okay, now where is he calling from? Well, he's <clears throat> out of Buffalo. Right? He's not in Buffalo? Why would you? <laughs> you got to get out of there. He snowed in. Do he snowed in in Buffalo. Yeah, no, you got to get out. That's what. That's the problem. You don't want to stay snowed <laughs> I in. I say he snowed in in Buffalo. You say he got out. I say, yeah, I say he went south. South. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. All right. Let's see where he is. Hello there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm near Utica. Utica. You're near Utica, okay. And, and are you still there snowed in? Oh, no, the snow is about uh, 50 miles north up in the Adirondacks. Sleeping I up. see. Okay, okay. Hey, uh, the question uh, on my front steers, uh, passenger side, second rib in from, uh, from the inside, that rib was wearing down real bad. And yeah. uh, I had to stop the wheel bearing, and sure enough, it was loose, and they they uh, snugged it up the spec. And Good. I should have I should have had them do the uh, driver's side too, because now the driver's side tire is wearing on the outside rib. And okay, uh, um, what what brand of tires are these? These are the Yokohama uh, five one seven. Good. And what inflation are you running? Hundred one hundred. There's your big problem. The bearing was an interesting thing to find, but your big problem is you're about 15 or 20 PSI underinflated. For what you're trying oh. to do. Any no. steer tire yeah, the, these days. The sidewall of your steer tire probably says 110 PSI on it. Okay? Okay. And that's the minimum pressure that tire requires to carry 12,000 pounds on the front axle. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we I find, very rarely max out to the front there. Um, I, the way my oh, that's a good idea. Up. That's a good idea. Now, now, when they weigh your front axle, are you in motion or are you sitting still? Uh, I'm sorry, what was the question? When they weigh the weight on your front axle, are you sitting still or are you driving? Okay, yes, I'd, I'd be sitting still. And when you step on the brake after you're driving, how much weight's on the front axle? A whole bunch more. Exactly. That's why we find if I can get you to take whatever it says on the sidewall and then run 10 extra pounds, we get a lot better tire work. We believe that's the major issue. There used to be a time when 100 pounds was 
Yeah, if you were running the tires that were building back in the late 90s or early 2000s, 100 PSI would have been fine. Gotcha. But with the new low rolling resistance tires, they require more air. Yep. Okay, I, I stand corrected. I appreciate that. Not a no problem, problem, buddy. Just trying to help you get more money out of the, the tires you're giving. Right. I, I, I was being lazy. I was, I was uh, the roads are so rough up north here. I was trying to get a more softer, comfortable ride, and I cheated a little by running between 90 and 100, and I guess that's a bad idea. Well, if you're more worried about ride than tire life, it's a good idea. Right. Okay. But there's other ways around that, as we've noted. You could lower the caster a little bit, get a better ride, and improve your tire. Yeah, if you reduce the caster in the front end to two degrees, what kind of truck you got? Uh, this is a 2003 Kenworth T800. Kenworth T, okay, so it's going to have about four degrees of front caster. If you reduce the front caster to about two degrees, it'll take about 20% of the road shock out of the front end and make it ride a lot better. Yep. Okay. Do you, uh, do you know if there's an MD alignment uh, in the Northeast at all? Yeah, there are some. What you need to do is go to our website, mdalignment.com. Go to the shop locator tab on the website and then pick your state you're interested in and it'll give you a list of the shops in that state. Okay, very good. I already have the Road King shocks. And mm -hmm. uh, we're just wanna, you know, maximize and, and get the best tire wear now. Sure, yeah. sure. And in correct inflation, keeping the bearings tight, that's good. And then if you're worried about the rough road, reducing the caster. Okay, thanks so much, guys. Not a problem. You have a Merry Christmas. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that was, that was a good call. I kind of like that call. We, did you mark that down as New York? I want to remember that it's New York because I was right, even if I was wrong. All right. And I don't get right very long. Nope. Okay. All right. Uh, what? The, the, a thought there. We said that you can also improve tire life by lowering the caster. Yeah, about every degree you lower the caster, you get about 10% improvement in tire life. And if I understood correctly, that is because it, uh, if you had zero caster across an axle, mm -hmm. such as a trailer or drive axle, mm -hmm. then you're evenly distributing the load across the entire footprint. Front to back, yes. Front to back. So, yes. But the more caster there is, the more the weight moves to the back half of the footprint, so the, and causes the rubber to stretch and contract and accommodate that, that mislocated weight. Okay, so the, yeah, so in, the, in that case, we're, we're still saying that in order to carry any amount of load, you gotta have this many inches of, square inches of a, of a footprint. Right. It may be that with more caster, those square inches are in the back end yes. of what's called the footprint. Correct. And if, we, if you can, the lower you get that caster, the more evenly it costs uh, from front to back of the footprint. The more centered the weight is in the footprint, right? Okay. But right. if you go to zero caster, the truck doesn't handle right. No, that's right. So you need you need about two degrees. You need caster, but you don't need as much as they're putting in. There. Correct. All right. Very good. Very good. <laughs> All right. The okay. next caller is from? The 203 area. 203, what's your guess? My, my guess uh, is my 213 is LA, I happen to know. Uh-huh. Uh, 203. Uh-huh. I'll go with Virginia. I'm going to go with Northern Jamaica, <laughs> also known as Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay. Amon. Now, the question is, is he in Connecticut? Connecticut? No. I'm going to say he's west of New York. I, I say he's in Connecticut. 
I think he's at home. I'm going for everybody tonight is at home. Okay. All right. Hello there. Yaman. Yaman. Going to Jamaica, man. <laughs> all right. Mike, you are all right. And, and are you at home? No, I'm in New Jersey. Ah. I was right. He was right. He was south of there. Okay. All right. That's cool. All right. Okay. So I actually now have two questions. Oh, I like uh, my that. My first question is when you guys are teaching people to do alignments the MD way, do they automatically do two degrees of caster or is that no. something you have to request? That's that's additional. It's something we're recently starting to push. I knew about it from 15, 20 years ago, but I just kind of let it set. Um, but it is something now we're we're mentioning to our, our clients who have been doing it our way for a while and they're comfortable with it. They're getting good results. And I say, okay, if you want to take it to the next level, you can reduce caster to get better ride and in some additional entire life. Okay. And you said that you get about uh, 10% better tire wear for each degree? And 10% improvement in tire life and in 10% reduction in uh, rough ride. Okay. The ride I'm not as worried about, but, hey, if you're going to give me better life out of my very expensive Michelins, I'm going to take mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Years ago, if we went back to the early 90s and the late 80s, we were zeroing caster and using a mechanical spring device to bring the steering tires back to zero instead of using caster to do it. And mm -hmm. uh, it was amazing the tire life and the ride we're able to get out of vehicles by doing that. But then we tried to show this centering device to the axle manufacturers and the tie rod end joint manufacturers, and they blew up and said, you use that, we'll void the warranty, and it caused all kinds of problems. So we just left it alone. But we knew the function is there. We knew it would work. Uh, it was right. just, you know, let's just do alignments and get the guys to where we can get them. Right. Yeah, Yeah. because the, the guys who work on these things don't know anything about it. Only the engineers know everything. <laughs> and the engineers are lucky to find their ass with both hands in a lighted room with full of mirrors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It's, a, it's amazing how, how different the technicians think versus the engineers. It's amazing how anything gets done. Well, think about the old Mustang, the first muscle Mustang with a V8 that they pried into that hood. And in order to change the back two spark plugs, you had to remove the engine. Yeah. <laughs> or you had to drill a hole through the the, uh, the wheel well. Yes, yes. You could do Been it that way, too. Yep, 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 yep. Actually, my my sister has a a '66, and and that's exactly what we did to to overcome there that. You, there you go. All right, what's your second uh, question? Okay, uh, my second question is uh, more of a comment, actually. Uh, it's okay. A I got an answer for that, and the answer, the answer is no. <laughs> okay, well, it works out well then. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a follow-up from something I called in about a month or so ago. Uh, okay. You probably don't remember, but I'll refresh your memory. I have a, a, T6, a T660, and I was having an issue with the, uh, the truck pulling to one side after I had an airbag replaced. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the airbag, and I knew it was the wrong airbag because it just wasn't the shape of the other airbags up on the front axle. 
So right. I brought it into a different shop place. Not only the it was the rear airbag on the passenger side in the front axle. Right. And as I, I recall, them... I suggested you balance it somehow. Right. And what I ended up doing is I replaced both rear airbags. Right. In the front axle. So now I have right. two new airbags in the rear. So to uh-huh. me, that's as balanced as you can get. They're the same make. They're the same model. Matter of fact, they're the same make and model as the two in the front. But I replaced them in a pair. Right. And it it just about straightened out the steering wheel, and it just about straightened out the uh, uh, the handling. And my opinion, because I drive in and out of New York City all the time, what little pull I have is probably just because of all the bangs and the bumps that I, I hit. And even though Chad, you know, uh, does the alignments every year, they're always off every time I bring them to him because sure, you're gonna I hit too up. many bangs and bonds. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that actually replaced my, uh, I mean, uh, fixed my handling of my pulling problems immediately by Good. replacing the airbags. And, and to me, that just is amazing how only the airbag throw everything off yeah yeah a suspension is a balance you're balancing one thing against the other all the time and if you're not in balance it's not going to respond right so what i'm what i'm thinking and really here's where the question comes in what i'm thinking is when i'm replacing airbags i really should be replacing tears correct yeah. not not on each side but if I'm replacing the front or the, the rear in in the front axle, I really need to replace both of them Yeah, across it, the axle. Uh, there's another term used for the airbag, and it's used okay. by the manufacturer. It's called an air spring, okay? In and, steel and, and I spring. actually know that, yeah. All right, now in steel, steel springs, springs right? if you were going to replace one of your front leaf springs, we would always it's tell you to replace both of them. Because you want Correct. to replace because the hairs that are balanced. Correct. And the air spring has exactly I, I the same that. function. Yep. Okay. That, you know, when you put it in that, those terms, hmm, God, how did I not think of that prior to this? <laughs> well, I, I we feel a little foolish, things. actually. Ah, nah. Well, hey. well, yeah. The idea that they're going to make different rubber uh, tubes uh, to the same spec with different manufacturers at different times, uh, yeah, kind of unreasonable. So, yeah. You, you yeah but he said he said they're the same brand. The front bags right. and the rear bags are the same, but they're different configurations. Right. The minute you change yeah, the configuration, I, I, you change it. Yeah, I guess, you know, as they get older, they're going to flex more and they're not going to hold as much weight. And, you know, maybe the bags that are made today are slightly different than the ones that were made three or four years ago. And there might be mm-hmm. a slightly oil, different thickness oil. to the wall. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, I never thought of it in those terms. But you guys break things down so simply that even people like me can understand. So thank you. Well, it's the only way people like us can understand it. <laughs> the blind, right, I'm glad the blind it's leading the blind. Thank you. Yeah. Have you considered rotating your steer tires to see if the rest of your handling problem will go away? Actually, that was the first thing that I did was rotate the steer tires, and uh, it, it it 
actually pulled a little bit more when I re- rotated them. Uh, well, I'm saying after you replaced the airbags. Yeah, no, I haven't uh, rotated them, and you know maybe br- putting them back to their original position might straighten that little bit that's off. It might. Okay, I'll try that. That's a good idea. All righty, buddy. Thank you, okay. sir. You have a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Thanks for calling. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. We did good. Northern Jamaica. Jamaica. A return caller. Jamaica. We gave him some advice and it worked. Whoa. Wait a minute. Something's wrong here. All right. Almost a year. Yep. Have we actually got anything right? I don't know. Okay, we got two more questioners there. Comments or questions? And about a half hour left. And what? What? Where's this guy from? The next one is four oh six. Four oh six. Remember, I think four. It's either four oh six or four one six is Montana. Oh six. Oh six. You were right. <laughs> you get a brownie point. All right, and he's still in Montana. It's a big state. It takes he a long. He hasn't time. gotten out of there yet, and I think he's at home. Okay. All right. Let's see what we got. Hello, Montana. Well, you're close. I am from Montana, but I'm in Washington. How about that? Well, he got out of the state. How long did that take? Two days? <laughs> no, no, only a few hours. Come on. A few hours. Okay. I am a returning caller also, and uh, you gave me some good advice on the same truck, but now I got a new airbrained idea because I'm Uh-oh. never... Well, I'll never leave stuff alone, you know. I always got to tinker with something trying to make it better. That's what happens when you drive too much and look at your windshield. You start thinking. That is true. Too much time to think. You are correct about that. (laughs) All right. What's up? Okay, I've got an 06 Western Star with a Hendrickson Air Ride front suspension. Okay. You're familiar with it, just as I am. Oh, yes. It's it's a piece of crap. So my new hairbrain idea is to put... uh, a spring ride suspension under this. Uh, I haven't measured exactly, you know, how, how hard it's going to be to uh, make everything line up as far as uh, spring hangers. But the, what are some issues, or are there any issues I'm going to run into if I do something like that? Okay, the first thing you have to do is you're going to have to measure from the top of the axle to the bottom of the yep. frame with the air ride at its pre- correct height. Yes. Okay. Then whatever springs you figure out that you can bolt into there, whether you have to change spring hangers and brackets and shackles and all that kind of stuff, you're going to go to a junkyard and you're going to buy a front clip off of a Kenworth and put it underneath there. The height is going to have to come out to the same height again. But I can, I can do that with blocks. Yes, and you're going to have to with blocks. And the yeah, reason yeah, okay, you're doing okay. that is to get the drag link at the same angle. Sure, that makes sense. The other thing you're going to want to do is you're going to you're going to want to measure from the front of the leash spring where it's clipped to the hanger right now, yep. to the front of the axle, and make sure and that the axle. How close do I have to be there? Uh, quarter, quarter or less distance. Quarter or less. Okay. From the front of the frame where it is now to where the axle is located. You got it. Okay. Got okay. It. Because if you're off too much, you're going to change the angle of the pitman arm coming out of the steering gearbox. Right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, I can, but I can, uh, this has a, an, well, change, you're right, yeah, okay. Because it's got an adjustable drag link, but I, I'm not going to really gain anything just by adjusting that other than centering the steering box. You'll center the steering gearbox, right. 
But the height right, is right. also important because the angle of drop yeah, yeah, from the makes hip sense. and arm to the arm has to stay the same. So basically, you're telling me i got to get a measuring tape out, and I, if I can't find something that's going to be really close, blocks are easy enough, but as far as the length of the spring, I'm probably crazy just creating a bunch of work for myself for a very little game. What kind of problems is the Hendrickson Air Ride giving you? You know, you guys helped me out with, you know, I reset everything, and I've got your books, and I've done several alignments on my trucks. It worked out perfect. This one was just a great big challenge to get it to steer properly. And I right. have checked and rechecked everything, and it just doesn't go down the road as true as a spring ride suspension does. And I, I'm assuming that this is where I'm at. This is as good as I'm going to get it. You, with an air ride, yes, because you hit a bump and the airbag compresses more than a steel spring wheel, which changes the angle of the pitman arm, which means you're constantly steering the steering wheel like you're driving down the road in a boat. Exactly. That's exactly and what it feels That's the nature of an air ride, okay? And if you really so want to get away from that, if you really want to get away from that, your idea is not harebrained. Putting steel springs underneath there will get rid of all that. Right, right. Okay, so the, I mean, I'll do some measuring. You know, I've got a great uh, uh, relationship with my local wrecking yard in Missoula. I'll uh, check it out and do some measuring and see if I can fit something in there. Yeah, yep. yeah. I, I wouldn't be, if you're going to keep it, I personally would change it. Yep. Okay, well, I'm planning on keeping this truck for a few years, and I'm tired of, yeah, you're right. I mean, you're constantly correcting the steering wheel, and I've you know, driven for 30 years. Like, this isn't right. Now, did I, am I, I might have, Spaced off on something there. Did are you replacing the whole axle and springs? Axle springs. It's got the tubular axle. I want to get away from the tubular axle. Away, okay. Good. Yeah. 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 I was going to go. Yeah. Springs axle. Obviously the spring shackle. Front hanger. Honestly, maybe the same as a Freightliner suspension. I'm not 100 percent certain. I got to get a closer look at that. So theoretically, no. I can just pin it in the front, and if the springs are the right length, then I'm in fat city. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. I think you're going to have to okay. go to a Kenworth clip, and you're going to have to take oh, really? the brackets okay. off of the Kenworth. And if you take the brackets and the leaf springs off of a Kenworth and you change the axle, the odds are it's going to bolt in. Okay, so like a T800 Kenworth, because they're long springs on this era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Sure. Okay. Measure Yeah. Me well, thank you. Yeah, I, I, would, I would look at it. You know, there's another there's another aspect to this. Uh, they went they went to these air rides because they were lighter. This this yes, axle right. because yes. it's lighter. So if you get a heavier spring and a axle solid axle, you may have to move up a grade entire too. Well, well, I can just slide the fifth wheel back a notch or two. I mean, yeah, how much you could do that. Or are we talking about? Yeah, but if you just went from a load range G tire to a load range H tire, you could carry the extra weight. Right. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I go with 16 ply, sure. Right. No, yeah. that, that would be no problem. And yeah. Those, and those wear. It works just fine. Yeah. So. Okay. Pardon me? Yeah, no, no, that's great. Great information. Thanks, guys. Not a All problem, right. buddy. You have yourself a Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, too. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye. All right, we got some more questions. We're gonna have to get going here. What yeah, do we got? I know. It's the nine zero nine area code. Your guess? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, Florida. California. California. 
California. I think he's in Arizona. I think he's in California. Okay. Give it a try. Hello, California. 98 miles from California in Arizona. I got it. <laughs> Are you headed yeah, towards California or away from it? I'm heading towards California, and I live in Florida. Oh, wow. <laughs> Boy, are you confused. But we were right all the way around. <laughs> yeah, you, guys, you had that nailed all the way around. All right. What's up, buddy? Uh, my name's Adam. First time, I, you know, I get the text messages. First time calling, and I've, I'm usually in a hotel by now, but today was a different day for me. So um, I have a 2009 Cascadia um, at the mid-roof and a 2009 utility trailer reefer. Um, I've got the Michelins all the way around, and I've got super singles with two-inch offsets that are flipped around. All, all eight of them are flipped around. And um, basically what's happening is I'll give you what, what I did. I, I went to the super singles. Um, I've got the, the, the latest the latest Michelin, whatever it is, the, the Lion D's. Cheese, whatever, and on the trailer. Um, okay, I took the truck because you guys aren't in Florida. I went over to Joe Sam's, um, and they did the alignment quite a few times. I'm kind of OCD about my alignment. And um, basically what happened was my my steer tires and my drive tires are perfect. I've, I've got, you know, I'm close to 200,000 miles on these already. And I, um, I didn't have the money at the time to buy the, the trailer tires, so I had to wait a couple months. I got the trailer tires, but before I did, I I did everything. I'm talking, it was like $3,000, $2,000, whatever it was. I, I changed all the bushings out in the trailer. I, I changed all the shocks out. I basically rebuilt both axles um, from the S-cams back or, or in, new, new drums, the whole nine yards. And um, and all four tires are screwed. And and are they screwed on the inside edge of the inside tire, or the uh, inside edge? They're screwed on the, the the inside edge and the outside edge. It's just it's a it's a nightmare. I'm just I, I flip tires around. I've I've crossed them across. I took the truck back over to Joe Sam's because they're literally a half a mile from where where I pick up and deliver every week. So it's really yeah. a, more of a an ease for me, and um, the, uh, long story short, I walked over there, and he goes, oh, that's just, you know, the guy that runs the shop, nice guy and everything, he just, he said something to me, and he goes, well, this is your problem right here, and I took him to the other side, and I showed him, well, what, why is it doing this then? He goes, eh, I don't know, I'm just going to do it, you know what I mean? I, he just, they don't know. And, they don't know, right. Um, and, and my... Like I said, my drives and my steers are perfect. I mean, there's okay. not a single bit of wear. But I can't get this trailer to – and I got to tell you, I had – at one point, I had it towed or um, I had to have somebody come yank me out, and they did it by my axle. So I, I've had that – you know, I've had it – I've had this thing – since I've had it, I've probably had it aligned five times. And a couple, okay, and a let, couple let, of times – let's. Let's let's talk about what kind of an, a suspension is underneath this trailer. Do you know? Uh, uh, I believe it's an air. I believe it's all airbags. 
Well, it's all airbags, fine, but is it Hendrickson or Holland or? I, I don't know, man. I honestly don't. Okay. It, it's, um, it came from night. It, it was a night trailer. I don't know what night did. They get, they get different things at different times. Um, if you look on the left side of the trailer where the big beam comes from the axle forward and it grabs hold of the hanger that's coming down off the trailer, right. there's probably a round four-inch diameter washer with a big nut and has a square notch in it that you'd put a breaker bar in in order to twist that washer to change the alignment. Does that sound right? I, you know what? I, I, honestly, I honestly don't know, man. I, I pay people okay. to do this stuff to get it right. Okay. It's, it's very possible that what you've got is the Hendrickson large diameter axle. Okay. And the Hendrickson large diameter axle, as you drive down the road, as you hit bumps in the road, flexes and causes the tires to move in and out, which causes them to chop. Okay. Now, now, I guess my question there is, you said that you've got wear both on the inside edge and the outside. But he's rotated tires. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, the question was, did it, did it start on the inside and now it's on the outside? I honest to be honest with you, man, I, I, I it's just um it started on the passenger it started on the passenger side because it on was the trailing inside a little bit tire. on the inside of the tire. And then yeah. I moved tires around and I moved yeah. tires around and I did this and I did that and then it went to the and then they, they adjusted the they did the alignment again and I because it was trailing to the passenger side, it was it was trailing right. to the walk to the right, to the right. So I asked them to right. straighten it, straighten it out better for me. And when they did that, it started wearing on the outside of the tire. So and uh, and like I, I, you know, I have experience with Chad up in Kansas City. I just don't do that route no more. I'm, I'm right. strictly, you know, and and the only place that I found that you guys for your alignment shop was in Arizona when I get out there. And I I tried to call, and I guess. Two, one of the reasons, and, and two of the reasons is calling is basically I, I need to get to one of your guys' shops, tell mm -hmm. what's going on. But my, at this point, you know, because I, um, I'm kind of frustrated with this because I, I'm pretty, I'm a stickler for my, for my tires. You know, I spent a lot of money on the sons of, you know what I mean. Right. So it, it's just, it's been a pain in the butt, and um, I, I've needed to get to one of your guys' shops. I just haven't. I've called a couple times to find out, and the two times I called your guys' office, they weren't. They couldn't tell me if they were up to date with the people that were doing the alignments at the couple places that I tried. Yeah, that one of the problems we've got is that we don't own those shops. No, I'm we aware sell of that. equipment, we provide training, and then you know if they don't call us up and work with us, then there's not a lot we can do with them. Have you looked on the website to see shops? I assume you've done that, right? Yeah, I have, and the only the the one that the one that I go by all the time, I would just have to leave a day early to get to it. Would be, um, I believe the the diesel doctor in 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 uh, in Texas. Oil medic. Which Oil one? Oil medic and Oil medic in Fort Worth. Yeah, they're good. Oil medic, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oil medic in would Fort you? Worth. He's good. He's a good guy. I don't know okay. I, I don't remember the term diesel doctor, but yeah. But either way, now I got another question about this. What is the speed you drive at a lot? Say that one more time. How fast do you drive? Uh, fifty-eight to sixty. Okay, so speed's not your issue, and you're running no. what? One hundred, one hundred and twenty psi. 
I run I run a minimum of one twenty five to one thirty. Okay, that's okay. fine. So you got plenty of air. Uh, you're not driving too fast. Uh, you've rebuilt it. I assume all that stuff's okay. Right. My gut feeling is you've got a Hendrickson suspension. And, and that's just going to happen. Yeah, that's going to give you the inside edge wear unless you do something to strengthen the axle. And if this is something you're going to keep, we can suggest yeah. ways that you can strengthen the axle. Right. Yeah, this uh, is. I'll have this. Actually, I'll have this trailer paid off in July. Mm-hmm. Well, if you buy some one and a half inch angle iron, right, and you put angle iron on top of the two axles from the backing plate through the middle of the axle and through the backing plate on the other side, just set them on top and tack weld them on. Right. That'll stiffen right. the axle up and stop up a lot of the cupping. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I, I, I actually, I actually went from a one and a half spring to a two spring on my front end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did I yep. did that already. I think a little stiffener in that in that trailer axle might solve your problem. Right. And the other thing is I don't think you have an alignment issue. I don't at all think there is an alignment issue causing tire wear on your trailer axle. Taking it to an alignment shop to solve the tire wear at this point is the wrong direction. It isn't there's no more directional change that's going to get you better tire wear on a trailer. Okay. Uh, it, it, yeah, Particularly when you got shoulder cupping. Shoulder cupping is not an alignment issue. Right. Drive axles, uh, push vehicles, trailer axles are just pulled wherever they got to go. Yeah. And as long as they're generally pulled the right direction within, it's actually even a broad number, then they'll, the, the, the alignment won't cause tire wear. Yeah, if you took a tape measure out there and you measured from the front rim on your trailer to the back rim on your trailer on one side and compared that measurement to the other, and if they're within a sixteenth of an eighth of an inch of each other, your trailer axles are lined up good enough. The right. rest of it comes from axle flex or bearings or inflation or speed. Right. And since you've taken care of all of the mechanicals, I think we are down yeah. to the axle itself. And they started doing this, what, back in 05, 06? It started becoming a big problem then. They actually started building the axles in 2099. Uh, okay. I don't, yeah. So, yes, it's it's been a longstanding problem. Okay. We, we're upset with Hendrickson for doing it, but... They're not going to stop because their their larger customers love the fact that it weighs twenty pounds less, and it's the cheapest suspension on the market. Right. I got you. Where is there a place that you would recommend to get that done, or does it matter? Local welding shop. Yeah, any welding shop will do. We don't have uh, anybody that's specifically doing this right, right now. So I just need a piece of angle iron. How 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 thick? You said one and a half, one and a half inch angle iron. Yeah, not, no specific gauge. Yeah, and it just sits up on top of the axle from end to end, right. and your and your welder, an experienced welder, will know how to just tack it on. It doesn't have to be welded solid; just tack it on there, and right. stiffen up the axle enough, reduce the flex, and it usually takes care of the tire wear problem. Interesting. All right, so just from both axles, from from the from just straight across. Straight across. Yep. Okay. Including including the outside of the bracket. All right. Including the outside of the bracket. Yeah, all the way to the backing plate where the brakes are. You want to? You got to stiffen the whole axle. So it's going to be six total pieces of angle iron. Four short ones and two long ones. Two. Uh, two. Say that one more time. Four short pieces on the outside of the right. bracket and two long ones. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. 
Okay. I will do. I will take care of that when I get back. I appreciate it. All right. Now, you don't need to do that until you know it's a Hendrickson axle. So look underneath there and make sure it's a Hendrickson first. Right. Yeah. There's a yeah. there's a tag in the middle Okay. Where can I? Where would that be located at? Where that information would be? It's on the frame rail, right? It's now. on the left side of the frame of the truck, and there'll be an identification for it. Okay. Right next to the suspension. I, I appreciate it. No problem, buddy. Bye bye. Thank you. All right. We got one more one more question there. There is one more question. Yes. And where's he from? Uh, 715. 715. What do you want to call that one? I'm trying to remember if it's Wisconsin or Minnesota. Wisconsin. You were right. All right. You're doing pretty good at this. Uh, Is he at home? Um, yeah. I say he's at home. Let's find out. All right. Hello, Wisconsin. Hello. Well, I'm from Wisconsin, but I'm yeah. down in Indianapolis. Ah, see, so sneaking out of town. <laughs> yep. So what's up? Hey, hey, uh, like I got the um, wide base singles, and I had uh, trouble with the inside tire wear, and it ended yep. up being uh, um, they when Michelin came out with their new improved ones with the X line. Yeah. Uh, um, right. I didn't have I didn't have no trouble on the on the drive tires, but on my trailer's tires with the XTAs. Yeah. Those the uh, inside shoulder on them, but now uh -huh. after Michelin came out with the X line um, multi, okay. uh, haven't had a single problem with the inside tire wear anymore. All right. Good, they've developed a tire that'll put up with that shitty axle. Yeah, Michelin's good yep. at doing that. Okay. All right, well I'm glad to hear that. That's good information. Yep, and I thank you much All for right. the information that you put out. Well, we keep right. trying, and as long as you guys keep feeding us new stuff, we'll pass that along, too. All right. Yep. And I'll uh, see you at the CMC. Very good, buddy. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, Merry Christmas CMC. and Happy New Year. May. May. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. I'll see you then. All right. What time we got? Oh, yes. How long have we been doing this? It's all about 45 minutes. Six, we still have 15 minutes left? Yes. Son of a gun. I get to tell some jokes. I get to sing. Yeah. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus Lane. Oh, I don't, uh, that's not what you want. Hey, do you want to hear your uh, five different songs sung by fifty different people? Then you're ready for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. We got another question. One little song, and they guys get to another question. Where's he from? Uh, the nine zero four. Nine zero four. Didn't we just have a nine zero four? No, I don't think so. no, we didn't, because this guy's Florida. We haven't had a Florida call yet. Well, we have, but he was in Arizona. Right. California. Yeah. I'm confused. See what he's got. He's still in Florida. 904. You think he's in Florida? Yeah. I don't think he is. Let's well, find it's out. It's time to stay there. Okay. Hello there. Florida. Hello, hello. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you guys tonight? We're doing great. And where are you located right now? Right now, I'm in Pennsylvania. Whoa. He well, left. I was wrong. See, I was right. Anybody gets out of Florida. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, no, I'm, not even from Flo I'm not even from Florida. I'm Canadian. I, the phone's from Florida. That's all. The phone's from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Canadian sneaking around the U.S. All right. That's right. Actually, I got a couple questions now. Uh, start out. Uh, first of all, I'll start the axle thingy. 
Uh, now, is that a problem? The Hendrickson axle is that a problem with only the forty thousand pound axles, or is that forty? The twenty thousand pound axles and the twenty three thousand, or like, it's well, all of them. I got a flatbed. Oh, okay. Because okay. I just switched over There's to super two... singles with. The... Sorry, go ahead. There's two different configurations that Hendrickson has in axles. One is the standard five-inch diameter axle with has a thick wall and it's held in place okay. with U-bolts. The second type is what they call the LDA, or large diameter axle. It's six inches in diameter and has a thin wall. And usually it's welded into place because the wall is so thin that if you use U-bolts, it crushes the axle, okay? okay the thin yep. wall axle, the larger diameter, when, when you hit bumps in the road, it flexes and moves in and out and chops the inside edge off the tires. Okay, and when would that start showing up, roughly? It was as little as 20,000 miles on it. Yeah. They can, okay. they can happen okay, quick. Well, I guess it depends okay. on the tire. Okay, well, I got the, the new X-Li Energy uh, <laughs> the trailer tires with two-inch offset mm -hmm. on a spread axle mm -hmm. flatbed, and I'm mm -hmm. 40, 45,000. So far, nothing. Mm -hmm. Is that a good, I guess that's a good sign, then? That's a good sign. You don't, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, the last caller said the X-Line was working for his. Yep. Okay. Uh, next question. Uh, you guys were talking in the beginning there about the caster. Uh, what, I'm kind of, I know camber, camber is what, front to back, caster is north-south? Is that it? Or? Just the opposite. Just the opposite. Caster is front okay, to so back. Caster. And okay. camber is in and out on the top of the tire. Yeah, the caster is the forward to backward lean of the axle. Okay, so it, that, uh, uh, that, so uh, you're actually sliding the axle, twisting the axle, or, or bringing the toe the toes like. No. I'm you use now with a toe in, toe out. Is that caster? Toe in, toe in, toe out is the front of the tires closer together or further apart by adjusting the tie rod. Okay. Okay. Yep. Camber is the top of the tires tilting in or tilting out like it would be toe, except you're vertical when you're doing the adjustment. And the only way to do that is to bend the axle, which we don't recommend at all. Okay. Caster is the tilt of the kingpin with the bottom forward like the front fork on a motorcycle, or bottom back like the caster wheels on a grocery store cart. Yeah, that would be the difference between positive and negative caster. Now. The more okay. positive caster, the more the bottom of the kingpin is forward, the more stable the vehicle is, but the rougher it rides and the more tire wear you get. Okay. So we, well, like, I, we uh, like to reduce the caster to about two degrees. Okay, but well, I'm, I'm kind of confused at how would that change the footprint out of the tire, though? Isn't that, I mean, it's, 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 you're, you're moving the weight to, back? Yes. If you stood up, if you were not driving right now, and you stood up with both feet square underneath you and you had the weight evenly balanced front to back on your footprint, you would be at zero caster. If you lean back, the weight moves back to your heel. If you lean forward, the weight moves forward to your toe. Well, the same thing happens in that round tire. It's kind of weird to think about it, but as you tilt the axle, you actually move the weight back in the footprint or if you tilt the kingpin forward, you lean the weight to the front of the footprint. And we've done studies where we took tires, put ink on the tire, set a certain amount of caster in it, set the tire down with weight on it, 
And then we plumb bob the center of the spindle down and we could measure back and forth off the center of the spindle. We could see that the footprint got longer behind or longer in front, depending on whether we were positive or negative caster. Okay. That makes sense. That now it makes sense. Yeah, I wasn't really sure. I, I, in my head, I was like, you twist the axle back, I was a round tire. You know, yeah, it's still a round tire. How's that going to change it? And I right. didn't believe it changed yeah. either until we did the weight study with the inked footprints. And when we did, we not only saw the footprint stretch longer, but we saw on the back half where it was stretching, it was closing the sipes up and thinning up the, the tread. And then as it passed a little further back, it would start widening back out. So this contraction and expansion of the rubber while it's in contact with the road is what's causing the tire wear, but it doesn't leave a pattern. There's no feathered wear. There's no cupping. It's just the rubber wears quicker. Increased wear, not a pattern. Right. Ah, uh, okay. That, that yeah, should uh, keep me uh, less stupid than I was a few minutes ago. Well, there we go. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks very much. Have a good holiday. Not a problem, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. A? That was a Canadian. A? Our Florida Canadian. Florida Canadian in Pennsylvania. He's confused. I'm confused. We're all... We had a Californian in Arizona that says he's from Florida. Right. What do I know? All right. We got another question. Yeah, that's the 916 area. 916. What's your guess? Oh. Texas. California. Ah, but is he in California? The chances are he's not. All right, he's let's find out. Bad. He probably lives in, in Pennsylvania. Or he's from Mexico. I don't know. Hello, California. Yes. Sacramento, California. Yeah, yeah I've been there. We got some <laughs> big mosquitoes close to that river. Absolutely. Yeah. And where are you at right now? I'm in. Uh, I'm in my home base here in Sacramento. I'm in uh, um, uh, Fair Oaks, California, a little suburb outside of Sacramento. I know where that is. Nice, cool. What's yeah. up? Well, I don't have a question about the uh, the tires. Is that appropriate? I'm thinking about buying a truck this uh, the end of the month, mm -hmm. and I wanted to get some input. Okay, don't do it. <laughs> You want to if you want to throw your money if you want to throw your money away, buy a boat. It's more effective. I want an airplane. Airplanes, yeah, it's a hole in the sky. You throw your money in. What are you going to do with a truck? Well, I'm uh, getting ready to go on with a, uh, a major owner operator company. Uh, I've been a CDL driver for a year. And uh, I'm, I'm new in the trucking, but I'm not new in business. I've been in business uh, for over 35 years. Um, and uh, I started out basically in logistics business back in the, the Air Force, um, hauling stuff on airplanes and tying them all down. I used to fly on those. And uh, so trucking is just kind of it's just kind of in between. I've, uh, Another way to transport, right. Another way to transport. I'm rolling instead of yeah. flying. Okay, now, so, uh, are are you going to haul a flatbed, a reefer, a dry van? What are you going to do? Okay, uh, I want to start out with a uh, uh, a reefer. I've been pulling reefer for a year okay. in, in 11 Western. And I want to uh, pull a reefer for until spring, and then I want to go to a step deck. Okay, now, now, 
I asked those two questions because I thought they sounded intelligent, but I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> Are you going to buy a new truck or used truck? A used truck. All right. Okay. Now, you know that, that have you ever heard of this guy, Kevin Rutherford? I do, yes. Okay. He would have a lot more intelligent answers to give you and questions to ask to lead you down the right path because I don't know shit about this stuff. We're trucking business. Okay. What I know about it, what I know about a used truck though, I've inspected a lot of used trucks, and typically when a guy brings one, I'm looking at alignment and suspension when I'm looking at it. All right. I and understand the that. Used, the typical used truck that shows up needs between a thousand and two thousand dollars worth of suspension work before I would put it on the road. Okay. Just count on it. So just add that number to your mind to whatever you're thinking about buying, mm -hmm. and you'll probably be in pretty good shape. Okay. okay? okay. I, now, I, believe, I believe in alignment. I've always driven, uh, you know, uh, every time I got new tires in my car, I always put the alignment on it. I've always taken care of my equipment. So, uh, but uh, anyway, go ahead. What was your question? If, if you're going to pick something, Unless you want to take a chance of you looking at it and have some idea what's going on, you might want to have a specialist look at it, pay him a hundred bucks to inspect the truck for you so that you got an idea of what's going on. And he may say, okay, yeah, Mike says it's only $2,000, but that POS is going to take 10,000. So don't touch it. Or no, that one's in pretty good shape. It's only going to take 500. You see what I mean? Yes. And if you go to our website, Right there close to Sacramento, there are a couple of shops. Uh, the GCR stores have our equipment. The guys are getting pretty good at this stuff. They could probably inspect it for you from a suspension and alignment point of view and say yes, no, or whatever. Okay, well, the trucks are in, the trucks are in Salt Lake City, uh -oh. and they're, fair, they're fairly new. They're, they're, uh, uh, one's a 2012, the other's 2013. Well, we've got some guys in Salt Lake City, too. There's a GCR location there, too. All right. There's another okay. guy out in West Valley that, that does our stuff. So there's a couple of people around there that if you wanted to, you could have somebody look at it before you buy it. Or once you buy it, okay, then you take it in one of these people and say, okay, what am I going to have to put into this thing? But if you if you don't have somebody look at it, just, just add $2,000 worth of repairs to the suspension, and you'll be safe. Well, I would definitely rather have somebody look at it before I buy it, but they're both I would buy it, uh, you know, truck. So, but I will yeah. do that. Uh, and uh, but I didn't know if I could sneak a question in there for on your tire shop or not. But this is uh, is is Ken going to be on the radio uh, uh, this week? Is who? Or Kevin? Is, is I don't Kevin know. I don't, keep up. I, I don't keep up with him. He he does his thing. I do mine. Right. But okay. you know. There is one thing that if you wanted to go ahead and reject a vehicle out of hand, uh, and just something that you could look at yourself when you just look at the vehicle, because, you know, they're going to change the tires. You're probably not even going to get the, the tires that the vehicle was driving with. Uh, you're, you're, without having driven it, you're not going to know if, it's a, if it drives straight at all. And even then, maybe the problem was these other tires they put on but if you look at the vehicle, just stand back about 20 feet behind it and look at the vehicle. What, are, what is it you're buying? A Freightliner, probably? Uh, no, no, I'm uh, looking at Kenworth and a Peterbilt. Kenworth and Peterbilt. Either way. Okay. Uh, so you'll probably 
won't have this problem. But if you do, there's a good reason not to get the truck. Stand about 20 feet behind it, look at the truck, look at the cab, and see if it leans one way or the other. And if it's leaning, then look at that rear cross member and see if it's leaning the opposite direction. And if it is, it's got a frame issue, and it's going to be a nightmare to deal with. If they're both leaning the same direction, it's just a soft leash spring, that's no big deal. Yeah. But if the back of the truck okay. where the taillights are is leaning, for example, to the right, and the front of the truck is leaning to the left, you've got a twisted frame, and I wouldn't buy it. Ah, okay. So it's a much more common the, issue. On your rig, a, won't that show up on these? Uh, 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 these were both leased vehicles. Nope. Well, one was an owner, owner, but won't show up anywhere? Nope, won't show up anyplace because they won't know it's there. Right. Okay. I'll tell you I'll tell you how it happens. He's making a delivery with the truck. He backs the truck down a sloped loading dock. Now the trailer is down slope, the truck is sitting up on flat ground. Then the yeah. guy comes out and says, You can't leave the truck parked straight out, you're blocking a passage. You gotta turn the tractor sideways. Now the truck is sideways on flat ground, the trailer is downhill to the right. The fifth wheel plate is now bending the back of the truck down to the right, and the weight of the engine's holding the front of the truck down to the left. You leave it there for three hours, you just twisted the frame. Ah. Yeah. Now, I can tell you, I see this a lot more on Freightliners and Internationals than on Peterbilt's and Kenworth's. But, but, it, but it can happen to anything. And if it, and, you know, okay. so the real issue being if you do see it on, on a Packard, you know what? You don't. You don't want to get into. Yeah, because it's going to be three to five thousand dollars to fix it. I said, well, I will definitely get somebody uh, to do it. I've uh, just. I didn't know where to go, but I will you know, go on the list. I just heard about your uh, your show here about uh, oh a month ago, mm -hmm. and uh, I've listened to it pretty religiously every time it comes on. You're, I got a question. I got a yeah. question. You just said you listened to it religiously, right? Yes. Does that mean you burn incense while you're listening to it? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay. All right. Just check it. Incense did not go well with me. I was uh, over in South Asia, and it had, a, had other affiliates with it, like uh, uh, bodies decomposing. I do not do incense at all. I understand what you're saying, buddy. All righty. Well, good luck, and we'll be glad to talk to you sometime again in the future. Yep. I will do that. Thank you very much. Your show is Merry great. Christmas. Thank you. Thank right. you. Very Thanks Christmas for Bye-bye. Okay. What do we do? We're past time. We're past time? We're overtime? We're over. They charge us extra? I think they do. Yeah, they can send us a bill, and I'll put the check in the mail eventually. <laughs> sure. Folks, I want to thank you for calling. It's been a great time. Enjoy yourself. We'll talk to you in a week. Another week, yeah. We'll do it after Christmas? Uh, well, I don't know. We'll have, we'll have to decide. We'll see. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.